I know my funeral gon' be lit Cause how I treated people I don't wanna go I don't wanna Welcome to another week of the State of Black Music Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? What up, what, what up, up, what up? Hot as hell outside. It's so hot. damn hot. It's so beautiful. hot. Billionaires in here staying cool inside of the Weirdo Workshop in the building. Claude Kelly is also here staying cool at the Weirdo Workshop. Chuck Harmony is always cool Uh-oh. at the Weirdo Workshop. And Timon Bacone <laughs> from Bacone. 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 Bacone from Bacone. Is glad he's in some AC. You feel what I'm saying to you? Yeah, yeah man. How y'all feeling? Y'all been dancing lately? Y'all, y'all feeling good? I've been feeling dancing. Good? I've been dancing literally on the ride here. I've been, I was just vibing off the Drake project on the, on the ride in here. Yeah. See, see, dance is back, baby. When it first, when it first came out, people was giving that that, that Drake um, uh, project. They was giving hell about giving it. Grief. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? This is this is great music right here. You know what I'm saying? Drake, Drake don't he don't lose. Like what he says, like, if you don't get it, you will. Give it a week, you will. Yeah, he's uh, it's, he's Mister International now. Like we got, he got, he got to step out of other places. You know what I'm saying? He got to, yeah. he got to do other things. But I mean, the conversation is clearly dance music, house yeah. music, house music. It's a house, house, music. It's a house summer. It's a house summer. State of black music. Definitely like what the queen, the queen, yeah, released your wiggle. You know what I'm saying? Queen I, B is doing. I heard it on the radio yesterday, and I was like, "Yo, house music is on the radio again." Yeah. It's big, yeah. Well, well, to be fair, house music is. They're just they're saying house house music ain't never left the radio. Now they're just claiming it as house right, music. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, I would like to say that the four of us were way ahead of the game because clearly we've been talking about house music for quite some time now in this importance and how it should be getting a lot more praise especially from the black creators yeah. of house yeah. music right yeah yeah. yeah yeah it definitely cuts through like to hear break my soul and then uh what i think scissor came on after that mm-hmm. the weekend the <laughs> and then before that it was a, a her record that was like super sleepy so it was like you know it was good to kind of hear that 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 change yeah man somebody need to cut through the the the, the melancholy the melancholy the, the depressed depression of it all it's I just it feels good break my soul and so what dream and tricky did that record right yeah mm-hmm. man Shout out she went tricky. back to the source yes that's what i love you know what i'm saying it just it, it just brings me so much joy when when artists remember who gave them them classics right and go back you know what i'm saying because dream and and beyonce they gave us some of the best songs of our generation and tricky yeah and, tri- and Mr. Tricky, and Mr. Story. Tricky, st- I, I'm I'm really excited for. I mean, not not that they need another that they need a hit, but Dream and Tricky, man, like they've been doing it a long time. I think they're both slept on individually together for their catalog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Tricky don't miss. I remember <sighs> Dream all the Dream way don't back miss in like the '90s when he was doing all of those like Miami bass records. Slash, we called it booty music when, Dream when I was been, young. He been in the game since the 90s? Yeah, like he was on, um, he, he might have been on a Raheem a Dream record or it was one of those like So So Deaf bass, all-star-esque wow. type records. Dream? Yeah. I didn't know that. Terrius Nash? I have, to, I have to look it up, Terrence. but he was on. Wow. Yeah. A-Town players, like that whole era of like. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's a long career, I did bro. not know that. 
I was today years old. I was today years old. But it's fresh though. I, I'm loving just this whole house sound is entering the market. I can't wait to hear the rest of Beyonce's new album, yeah. Renaissance. 100%. Act one. I, 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 rumor has it it might be a double disc or a, a triple, triple disc. A triple, it's a trilogy. Suppose, I, I, rumor has it the truth. I hate when Phil makes that face when he be knowing stuff but no one is saying it. You know, Phil, you know, my nerves. There's NDAs out here. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Phil be like, I never knew. I, never, I just I never, never knew. knew. <laughs> nah, but I mean, I'm excited about it too because I feel like beyond just even the quality of the record, which I think is dope, I like that Beyonce brings excitement. Right. You're waiting for it to drop. You're waiting for the, vi- we're waiting for the video. We're waiting for the whole thing because you know it's going to be a spectacle. And and it, it all comes from the fact that she's not following trends. She, she, making she, them. She's she making them. Yes. Same thing with Drake. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And with established artists, that's important to move music forward. Like, y'all, if you can't be following the trends if you're already established. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, True. And now we're about to get probably like 50 more house records from everybody. Please don't. But the thing, the thing about it is I would ask everybody not to do that. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. State of Black Music. But I'm, I'm happy that Break My Soul was her first number one on Billboard's Hot Dance charts. This is her That's first. That's her first ever? First, oh, wow. Yeah, first one. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, she having her first. Yeah, hot, hot dance still electronic songs chart. First number one. Still, still having on, her man. first, man. That's a mo- that's a moment for for music. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You won't break my soul. You know what I'm saying? And shout out Big Frida. Big Frida just be everywhere. Yeah. You know Frida. I love Big Frida. She, nah, nah, Frida. Now nah, Frida's having an epic career. You know what I'm saying? Frida. You already know. <laughs> she wasn't even a, like when when that that reality show was out. She wasn't even as popping as she is now. Bro. Right. You know what I'm saying she was like. You already I, know. I watched every episode of Big Frida. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we say that all the time. Big Frida's on the new season of College Hill. I still need on to BT, get it right? Yeah, on BT Plus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I haven't watched it, but I mean, like Frida, Frida. We just saw it somewhere else too, right? Uh, in in New Orleans, what from New Orleans was 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 Frida at Essence? No, she was in on some TV. Uh, hello, P Valley. Oh, P Valley. Oh, yeah. she was. Yeah, P Valley. Frida everywhere. State of Black Music. Speaking of, speaking of Essence and P Valley, Chuck and I just came from New Orleans. How was it? How was it? How was Nolan's? New hot. Orleans. It was hot. Ooh. You think this is hot? It's this is hot. hot. All right. It rained a lot. Though. It did rain. It rained every day. But, but I will say this: it was. We Chuck and I went down. We haven't been down there since 2018 or 19 when we performed. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Chandels were performing in the convention center, and they killed it. So we went down to, of course, make sure the ladies were well taken care of and. We had to play bodyguard and Big Brother, and there's a lot, there's a lot going on. I was gonna say, you guys were security, yeah, pretty much. We were security. Because wow. when I tell you, like, as soon as they walk in a room because they're a girl group, and everyone's like, well, who, "Who are you? Let me take a photo with you." 
instantly and then you know the guys and all to act and they they get fans everywhere it was it was we definitely played bodyguard for the weekend i, I don't mind but it was also cool to see the reaction mm-hmm. but yeah. also we just moved around and met a lot of people and saw a lot of things so besides their performance we went to this panel like saturday i think yeah. someplace in, in in new orleans you know you know how they have things all over the all over downtown and it was a panel with the whole cast of p valley so we walked in there like right on time for the panel like right as it was as, as it was happening and it was uh i wish i knew the I, I, forgive me for not knowing the actors fully and i'm gonna call the character names but little it was Mur- little murder, little murder mississippi, mississippi mercedes, mercedes <laughs> Haley, yeah um, what was uh, Roulette? Roulette, uh, Uncle Clifford, uh, yeah. and Katori Hall. They were mm-hmm. all there, and um, it was just, you, you know. Listen, we all do panels all the time. We've been on panels and we yeah. go to them. So I'm not really. A lot of times I kind of I don't get excited about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really. Be, I don't even tune into it. Yeah, but it was a really good panel. It really was. Like just to see how hard they've been, how long it's been. A lot of them cried on stage, just talking about, wow. about how how passionate they were about you know the importance of the message and how hard they worked. Because the whole thing, like everything from the physicality of the, what them do, what they're doing on the poles and all that stuff, to the storylines they're talking about, it's yeah. heavy stuff. And what was so right. what was so uh, refreshing is that you can tell that each one of the characters knew what they were bringing to the marketplace mm. and knew the historical yeah. value of, of their content, which which made it which made it more intentional. It's not just a, a show that that draws people in because a lot of content draws in, yeah. if we to be honest. But it's so intentional with especially so shout out to Katori Hall because yes. she's really writing she writing some for us. Yeah. Like for, she's for writing some for us. I really wish that conversation, like I want to see that conversation but i more so want other people to see conversation with context because i feel like with p valley unfortunately because of the name of the show and because you know there's a lot of sexual content people are kind of letting that be Mm -hmm. a reason why they might not watch or and they're not wanting to go beyond that scope and I, I just I, I had a conversation with someone recently where I was just they was like I don't like the show it's just too much going on and I'm just like you have to look past what the trailer is showing you like there's a lot of deep rooted conversations that could be had off of what's happening on that show. Plus now we see sex yeah. all the time. So I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what people be. I mean talking we about. know what it really is. No. <clears throat> it's homophobia. Yeah, that's all it is. It's, that's, that's it's, it's homophobia. It's closed mindedness. That's always the case. But the thing about it is like they're playing the game, right? Like right. a part of a show that big is that you have to have shock value. You have to have sex. You have to have some violence. You have to have some honesty. It has to be a good show with great acting too, yeah. right? Yeah. It's no different than like the obsession with Game of Thrones. When I was obsessed with Game of Thrones, there was a lot of nudity in Game yeah. of Thrones. A lot of crazy, gory shit in that show. Yeah. So sex sells. It's a, it sells, but also it's. Let's not complain. The sex is gonna be there, but there's also some really amazing writing. The music exactly. is crazy. And music ama- is crazy. And amazing acting. Like, yeah. come on, man. The acting like, is nuts. Like, Lil Murder is an artist to me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a music purist, but this this guy is like really playing the role, and his music is good. 
Like shout out to these hits he keep dropping every episode. <laughs> every episode, yeah. every episode, he got a hit. Every episode is a hit. Yes, Jay was a Jay, Jay Alphonse Nicholson. Nicholson. Yeah, man. Yeah. At the end of the panel, they 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 close with when I make it up out this bitch, I'm gonna be hella rich. And he was performing. I'm looking at him like I'm watching. Like yo, he's really an artist. Right. Like yeah, man. he wasn't an actor. Just listen. He was performing it like it was his song. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. and Likewise. then to watch them. Be so passionate about it made me more of a fan because I would mm-hmm. like to, I would watch the show either. I don't I'm not starstruck by people, mm. but watching them be passionate about it and then watching them talk to the audience, the audience really ate it up too. Wait, really what, when, up. What, what was what's the last show that was this kind of cultural moment for us? But was, was really a cultural moment. Was though. it insecure? Probably insecure. Yeah, that's good. I, I would say insecure. Yeah, it's insecure. Definitely. Keep a kill. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Oh my don't god. Do that. Oh no. Definitely, definitely keeping Pete Valley. Oh man. I will say I have no idea what the hell Nikki from Brownstone is talking about. <laughs> I will say it. I, I know some won't say it, but you're off base, lady. I don't know who that is. I saw I by accident and this the here's the crazy part is like they're almost talking about how she's comparing it to Soul Kittens Cabaret. Which is absurd. <laughs> I accidentally, me and Chuck accidentally saw Soul Kittens Cabaret. Where did we see that at? It, was, it might have been like uh, just came on on demand or something after another movie. <laughs> oh yeah. You should really check Wait, it on so demand. Actually, and it's quite terrible. <laughs> In every way, shape, and form, and I'm insulting the show and we, and and, 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 and some of my favorite people are in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Faith, Faith Evans, Fantasia. Fantasia. They're all in there. Yeah, Monifa, right? Monifa. Oh, is Monifa? They ain't got nothing to do what with their talent that? and their records and the records we provided for some of them as well. But that play. And the production of that play is awful. So you see no correlation to the, um, to Soul Kittens Cabaret and P-Valley? No. <laughs> to, to also to the point that the, uh, the actor who plays Uncle Clifford, he said on the panel yeah. that... P-Valley used to be a, a, a play as, as well. well. And mm-hmm. he's been that character the whole time. Wow. So, so. I, even if even if you thought they, they bitch your shit, it's, it's, it's so much then better. Also, you should be grateful. Then they also say that P-Valley is a, a real place. It's a real place. Yeah. But it's in Memphis, right? They changed the name of the city, but it's, mm-hmm. in, it's, it's in Memphis. And, and a, a, lot, a lot of the stuff she was talking about like our, our references to real things that go down in that, in that area with yeah. strip clubs and culture and black culture and church and strip, all this stuff. Anyway, shout out to P-Valley. Shout out to P-Valley. You I should shout watch out to it. The music supervisors. I, for the first three seasons, you had Sarah Bromberg, Stephanie Diaz-Matos, and Miles Cohen. So yes. they are the music supervisors. I just want to acknowledge. Music is yeah, spot man. on. Yeah. Spot on. Thank you. When I make it up, I have to be. I'm blow hold them bad, pushed up brand new jack. When I make it up out the bit, I'ma go stupid though. I'm spend stupid money coming up out the mud. State of black music. Make every original and every and every you know yeah. sync is just Cause, premium. Cause my neck, my back was in there, and I was I was thrilled. Shout out to Kaya. Shout out to Kaya. Shimon. That's my sister in my head, Kaya. Kaya. Man, that they opened up with that was the right song to open up with. Let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? So when they, when they, when people get it right, it makes me excited, and yeah. just, everything is right. So. Great show, great show. I, I love to get Kaya on the podcast. Oh, man, I would man. love Kaya. Did she ever get her phone back on? Oh man! <laughs> God, <laughs> fix it. 
Her Fix phone it. was off in the episode. Yeah, I remember like the episode. It was like her phone was disconnected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Kaya got joints though. Yeah, people Kaya had joints. People I think she, I think she just dropped a new song. Right, the Shindella sent us the new Kaya song today. She got a new song. What's it called? I, I don't know. I'm gonna tell you right now. But that K Wing still hits. Cause I wanna play the new Kaya. Cause y'all deserve You got a cane wing with it. Just move your bike. Move the shoulder from the right, then to the left. Come on, Timon. <laughs> I like Kaya, man. It's called Lick Me Low. <laughs> Lick Me no, Low. No, it's not. I promise. No, it's not. I, 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 I would not lie to you. Lick Me. Press play and put it up to your mouth. You probably Lick Me Low. Lick Me Low. <laughs> Let me see if Lick Me Low will play, because y'all trying to... Y'all trying Come to like, on, man. Y'all trying to act like Lick Me Low. That sounds like a Kaya Lick Me Low. You know what would be a good combination in the studio? In the studio? What? Is um, Kaya and Missy Elliott? They would make a hood no, classic, they, they did a, bro. Didn't didn't they did on. something together? No, no. Hold on, correct me if I'm wrong, though. Right? Wasn't there a whole beef with the record she, Kaya was on with Janet Jackson? Uh huh. Are they beefing? And so chances are, <laughs> never mind. She was. Chances she was, are Missy Missy not Missy's rolling with Jan. <laughs> <laughs> chances are she she chooses Jan. Yeah, she was. I think she was mad because Janet put her on the TV screen in the video. Yeah, she wasn't on. in the video. Oh. Janet was like, I don't want her in. I don't want her in the studio. And me. Janet went to promote the song and didn't invite Kaya to she, perform it. She's too raunchy, Randy. <laughs> she's too raunchy. I don't want her in the video with me. No. She can be in the screen. <laughs> hey, Claude, you gotta chill out, bro. It's <laughs> too raunchy. <laughs> Randy. Why you gotta be Randy? Because Randy's always oh, poor there. Randy. I feel like talking to Randy. Randy always getting the short end, man. <laughs> it's like, shut up, Randy. Did you see that clip online where Michael Jackson snatched the mic out of Randy's hand? Like, no. Yo, that's yes. so funny. Yeah, I didn't see this. Oh, he, he not only snatched it because Randy tried to step up and sing him. <laughs> he, he not only snatched the mic, but he pushed his ass back yeah. in place. <laughs> he like, you know where you belong, motherfucker. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, it's so crazy. We needed more humanized moments <laughs> oh, for Michael Jackson like that. Oh, See, Lord. if the internet was out, we'd have had them all. We'd have, we'd have had too many. Yeah, too. Michael many. Prince and Whitney would have been a rap had the internet been out back in the day because the clips, the clips that we have of them right now, were still funny. That would have been rich. State of black music. Speaking of dance and house, right? I, like, and like I said, I think we've been ahead of the curve. We had a dope conversation with a CC. CC Peniston. Not whining. What's your favorite CC? <laughs> keep keep, keep, keep. <laughs> Oh, man. Yo, you remember that? I mean, that was a few years ago on our podcast. Yeah. We Sound Crazy. Check yes. it out. Still yes. on platforms now. But yeah, that was a great conversation. Yeah. And a great episode as a whole. Yeah, dropped a lot of jewels, man. So I feel like in, in, in honor of the topic of the hour, of the day, of the week, of the month, of the summer, house music, <laughs> right? Yeah, man. We should let, let y'all back in on that conversation because 
CC Pennison was dropping jewels and history and knowledge. Yeah, finally, it finally. has happened to me. <laughs> nah, but the thing about it is that people don't really get the history of, of House, right? They don't. Yeah. Yeah. So just talking to one of the OGs, one of the pioneers, who I think might have probably has been sampled and oh yeah used it, it respectfully in probably the most because finally gets used all the time. Her voice is everywhere. But y'all, but y'all broke it down too on the episode. I mean, guys, y'all broke down the history of just House and Dance and. The, the backstory yeah, just, as well. just making sure that people know that, you know, Chicago, Chicago. is is the birthplace right. of, of house music. Black folk. Just making sure that, you know, people know that black folks are the start, just like we are with pretty much every day. We okay? did that. So let's check out this Rewind episode to our podcast, We Sound Crazy. Yes. Yeah. Available on all platforms. But this is, let's th- throw it back to the house dance episode. C.C. Peniston in the building. Oh, man. Wow. Hey, what's going on with y'all? What's up? C.C., welcome to the We Sound Crazy podcast. You got your boy Fillionaire here, Chuck Harmony, Claude Kelly, and Timon Bacon. So you're the only lady of the hour. You're the only lady up here. Yeah, you're the queen this episode. Good. What up, C.C.? So, C.C., we on our, like, our dance house vibe this episode and highlight all the amazing Black artists who really just have made some amazing songs. And I mean, you had five number one hits on the dance charts on Billboard. Five. Five. Man, I'm so blessed to have had that. You know what's funny? It's like when I first started out with Finally, right? I had no idea because Finally was a poem that turned into a song that turned into a career. I always tell people, right? And I was so surprised at how it went so quick. Um, One minute I was home with these little red glasses on and uh, recording Finally. And then it was like, hey, you about to go to Europe? I was like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were like, you're about to be out the door. And so then it was like it hit the charts. And next thing you know, I'm walking down the street in New York City and people are like, yo, Cece. And I'm like, wait a minute, how they know me? Like out of all of these people walking in the street. So definitely a beautiful experience. So take us back finally. Like, so it was a poem that turned into a song. Like, how did that come about? Like just AM records. Take us back to that year. So basically it was like I had just gotten in the I had done a couple of studio sessions. I had done one with Marvelous JC, right? He was my first time in the studio. It was called Give It All You Got. From there, I met with uh, Felipe. In fact, we were sitting down in one of the clubs, and he was like, yo, I got these songs for you that I want you to do for Pooch. She was on AM at the time, rapper on uh, AM. And I was like, Dad, what you want me to do? He was like, I had a song called I Like It, um, Kicking the Blues and Female Preacher. And I like it, and Give It All You Got is where that... Mm-hmm. Where all that came out, mm-hmm. and they were like, "How you come up with that?" I said, "Shit, forget the words." <laughs> I, <love laughs> I said, "Forgot the words," and that came about, you know. And then wow. they said, "Wait a minute, what was that little thing that you did?" I said, "Why you like it?" They said, "Yeah, do it again." I said, "Well, she, let's go. I love it too." First, I just want to say I'm bugging right now because like hearing you speak right now is taking me back to like 91, 92 when I was like four and five years old watching BET and seeing, you know, (laughs) we got a love thing. And finally, and inside that I cried and keep on walking and all those records that you had out back then, like this is just a true honor to even talk to you. But what was it like back then? Just in that era of you and Crystal Waters and Robin S and Inner City and just like all these different groups and artists that really helped to define and really take the genre of dance music to the next level 
and being black well, first at the same of all, time. thank you so much for the compliment and um you know in the 90s i would have to say you know what's changed from then to now is then you had mystique yeah like mm. now everybody's like look we don't know your ass if you don't post every day then we don't know who the hell you are then we don't care right <laughs> and that's how it is now then it was like we got to rush home and hurry up and see the next video that's about to come up. Right. Yo, so-and-so about to have the video on VH1 and, and MTV. You know what I'm saying? We had real videos. Like, yeah. finally was a million-dollar budget. Wow. You know what I mean? When it came out. And so now people are more, like, going viral or, um, you know, or just, you know, they have a smaller budget where mm. the video doesn't matter or they're doing it on Instagram or YouTube. They're their own kind of like record company type thing um you had more publicists you had um you know the touring was different um it was just a lot of uh, record sales record sales instead of streaming we had actual sales remember we had to get the whole damn album yep. he was like yep. no, you don't get one song right get the whole damn album <laughs> right so right now i think those are the biggest differences where where you had to pay for music now it's about streaming and whatever distribution that is and you can be the record company because you were 21 at the time and finally came out cc like did you know you were on the cusp of something so big and so massive you know what i did but shit i'm still 21 okay In my <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> okay i'm about around 39 okay just so you know but i had no idea that it was going to go to that degree i can just tell you like they hit me up and they were like well you went you know, you, you've been on the charts for 33 weeks out of 52 weeks and your song is on Billboard and you made it. And I'm sitting here like, OK, they're like, you don't have no response. I was like, I don't know how to respond. I'm, I'm like a newbie in the business. Like, I didn't know how hard it was till I realized how hard it was later in the game for so long, how hard it is to get to Billboard and how people love your song to get to top five or number one or top ten. You know, having five top tens. State of black music. Look what we got. CC, I want to go back to the finally albums. The second single, We Got a Love Thing. Uh-huh. Written, co-written by Shantae Savage, which I was today years old, and I, I didn't know Shantae co-wrote that song. Timon's like, yeah, like I knew, yeah. of course. Like. <laughs> so, but, but We Got a Love Thing, I love that song. That was another massive, I mean, uh, the follow-up, that was a big record. You, What do you remember about We Got a Love Thing? I remember being in the studio, I was with Cecil Curley, right? We had heard that song on, like, you know, at the time, you know, they were giving us cassettes and they were like, this is, you know, um, a possible submission for the next, for the album, right? And I heard it and I was like, oh, I love this song. I said, this feels like the greatest follow-up to Finally because I was like, happy I got a record deal, happy them checks was coming. I was like, yeah, yes. So, you know, when I was in the studio, it was funny because the highest note that I had, the you know, the hook, right? I couldn't get the hook together. And so Steve was like, sing it like this. So Steve is a master, I'm going to tell you, at, you know, directing you in the studio. I was actually in there crying on my tippy toes because I couldn't hit the note. I was like, I can't hit it. And Donnell and Shantae was like, get, get your shit together, son. No, they weren't, they weren't that hard with me, but anyway. <laughs> 
they were like, hey, you can do this. Go ahead and do it. Um, they's like, they were like, so sing it like this. So Steve was like, instead of singing better, CC, say better, right? And I was like, bitter he was like yeah so instead of saying so here's the example instead of saying i know that i will find a better love right he said say bitter right say i know that i will find a better love wow so by the time i hit the note then I was able to go and I was like, oh, I see what you're saying. I kind of do like wordplay. So he's one of those people when I tell you that taught me about wordplay. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. he, he, he gave me some real extra tips that I use even to this day. That's awesome. There's a vocal master class Wait. happening right now. That's yeah, why yeah, I want yeah. our listeners to know Dang that you get, get on the platform, Phil. You already know. This is crazy. <laughs> so, so let me wait. Let me let me ask you this. So after you say that line, I know we'll find a better love. And then you go. Da, da, de, da, de, da. Like, what are you actually saying right there? Because. All these years, I've just been like mumbling to that part. So it says, I know that I won't find a better love. I've got a love that other girls dream up. See, I never even knew that. Mm. Yeah, I've got a love that other girls dream up. So I'm going to let y'all know, I've been accused of like pronouncing my words like really weird sometimes. Mm. And I'm like, I get it, but that's me. That's what makes me me. It it's what makes you you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I love that. We love it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. State of black music. Earlier when we were talking about We Gotta Love Thing, you kind of touched on Steve Silk Hurley. And I just happen to think he's one of the, the best like house music, dance music producers like ever to walk this earth. Um, and then maybe about three or four years ago, you guys put out a song called He Loves Me Too that I think is like a banger. But just talk about your relationship with Steve Silk Hurley and um, just how he's been such a, you know, a pivotal part of house music, dance music. Um, in Absolutely. Culture. I think Steve started off in, in our dance music with Jackie Body. Who doesn't know that? Yeah, if, you, if you're yeah. a house head and you don't Jackie Body, you're getting your whole house car revoked. That's a I'm just classic. saying. <laughs> yeah. Period. So, you know, he started off with them and then he had um, Jamanda. Remember? And he had, remember, too blind to see it, too blind to see what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Right? That was one of my faves. I remember I was working out to that in Spain with like a workout bra and some hot shorts. I just watched that video the other room. day. And then he had um, Deborah. Remember, um, I think I'm gonna have to dream about uh -huh. you. Yeah, right? Yes. And then he had done 
Keep On Walking for me. He did Not Over You for me. He did the dance version of Not Over You for me. He did We Got a Love Thing. I mean, he's done so many bodies of work. He loves me too. Um, and one of the um, um, drag queens that was on my um, page that, that you know, when the girls in the LGBT community, they do my, my songs and they pay me homage and I had to give it back to her. And there was one that... Um, that was on my page, a post on my page, right? And her name is Giselle Bobby Royal. When I tell you she turned the party out, I mean, she did the the part where I did the high note, right? And then she had her boobies, like, like flexing. When I was like, I say, yeah, oh, oh. And the boobs was going back and forth. They was like, come through. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, come through, auntie. State of black music. The house community, the LGBT community has definitely, um, they embraced me as soon as I came out in 91 with Finally and then Love Thing. And then, you know, Keep On Walking came after that. Yeah. Which is where kind of the R&B folks got involved. And they was like, wait a minute. Now let me go back. And it was like, oh, that baseline on Finally, I like that. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's where kind of like the R&B community came in, I think, like on the third single. That keep on walking. Keep Woo. on walking is a yeah. jam. Woo. Jammy jam. <laughs> CC. When Keep On Walking came out, right, I thought it was the woman's empowerment song. It was the like the perfect uh, breakup song for people. And they were like, yo, me and my man broke up and this is how I'm feeling right now. And whenever I woke up with an attitude, that's what I would want to sing. State of black music. We've been talking a lot about just how influential what we're calling black house music um, has been to all parts of a culture. I mean, definitely in America, but all over the world, not only just um, the songs, but the imaging, the lifestyle, the everything that it's been attached to, the inspiration, the anthems that it's created. So I, I just love for you to talk about, in your opinion, how important that this genre of music is, this this era of music is, because I, I, I definitely feel like it's under-celebrated for its value. Um, I feel the same way as you because I feel like there's so many memories created. I remember people like skating around when the music is out, right? I remember people, you know, like I said, you had the mom and pop stores. That's when you really had to go into record stores and buy albums. And you had signings and you had photo shoots with magazines and everything's become digital now. And, you know, it's like now we have Instagram and then we had magazines that you actually had to go look. Like I could have a costume back then like right i could wear it in florida go to new york go to someplace else now it's like yeah we saw you in that last night <laughs> so you can't ever wear it again right? damn you know what i'm saying it's like there's so many changes i think that people don't understand that there's memories that that have been created from the heart you'd be like dang i remember when i met so and so i was at blah 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 and i think now everything is so crazy and you had to be special to get a record deal. It's not everybody had a record deal during that time. It was like, yo, I got signed. They'd be like, what? You got signed to a record deal? It's like now the beautiful thing is you can be the record company. You can own your own checks. But I think there was some exclusivity during that time mm. to be able to have a record deal and have, you know what I'm saying, the world look at you differently. So there's good and bad to, to both. Mm. 
Yeah. I feel like streaming and the internet really killed the game, to be honest with you. Uh, when it felt like artists had to now, like, they're getting music for free. I'm like, what happened? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we went in the studio and, and record the damn record. Like, the thing that people that, that don't understand is, like, and people who have looked at my feed are probably like, why is she yelling? I said, you don't understand that finally has paid my bills for 30 years. Yeah. Wow. Finally has been on over 5,000 compilations, finally has already been put out on three licenses just this year. I don't know all the TV licenses because I'm sure you saw my feed and we <laughs> will leave that where that's at. But Jordan Lucas and Chris Brown. Finally, I can fly and be free and be me. You do you, I'll do me. Parks and Lady Gaga, who perform on on her tour, finally. And Adele used my song in the opening of her tour. And, you know, Travis Scott and DJ Mustard did finally. So there's definitely some, I think, relevance to artists who have provided to the game, me being thankful and being one of those artists. But the game has changed drastically. So where do you think the game goes from here, in your opinion? Um, you have to learn not to be mad. You have to learn that there's more in you than what you had. And I think that's the thing for me. Um, at first, I was disappointed and upset about it. I'm like, why does this keep happening? Now, I'm just informational. Just for your information, this is what it is. When you thought I was being difficult, I wasn't being difficult. This has been addressed. And you have to understand that even in times right now, like I said, things are acquired. So if you're used to working and you're relying on your royalties or different things, you expect what's fair to you to come to you. So it's that thing. And then, hey, what, if God gave you a voice, you can create more. Whatever. <laughs> Move on. Create more. Reinvent yourself. Yeah. Re-release music um, yourself. What they going to do? Get you for re-releasing your own music? True. I mean, for real. True. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you make up a whole album of the, the music other people did on you. They're like, wait a minute. You can't put that out. Be like, well, like you did. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. State of black music. Now, especially that most artists are leaning, well, not most, but many artists are leaning into being independent. You learn quickly that wearing all the hats is is rewarding, but you understand the balance of this business. It's it's managing yourself and your expectations. And Yeah, I, I think, you know, you, you really do. And I'm telling you, when I got to experience it firsthand, I was like, well, this is why the hell everybody was going off. Yeah. But then what I had realized also in my favor, just so you know, I was recouped by 97 on finally. Wow. Mm. I was recouped. Can you say the and word recoupment again? Recoupment. <laughs> that is no. And I, and I want to celebrate that because a lot of artists yeah. that are signed to major labels yes. are not recouped. Recoupment is basically you're getting money. You're in the black yeah. for every you know, all of our listeners that don't understand what recoupment means. But to say that you recouped off of just finally years later, that's amazing, Cece. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And this is the reason why you see certain posts, because I know what I'm supposed to be receiving. And if I'm not receiving what I'm supposed to receive, 
then I have to just say something about it in a way where people understand. State of black music. Sometimes people have a perception that people just come out with a song, especially in dance music, like, hey, we have a couple of hits and then you don't see the artist anymore. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm very intent on letting you know I'm not just dance. I'm not just R&B. I'm not just ballads. I'm just me. Yeah, I love that. Like even where I'm at right now, I know this is probably going to sound crazy, but I feel younger now than when I was younger. I think when I got into the music business, I was always very mature. I had done pageants and and been out there. And so when people heard me, it was like, you know, she's got an old soul. <laughs> so I ended up actually learning a lot of the lessons that I wanted to learn as I got older. And I learned to be lighter and not to take life so seriously. State of black music. Cece, what are you listening to right now? What am I listening to? Um, you know what? I listen to so many different type of things. Um, I have a whole list called Pillow Talk that I listen to with Summer Walker. And just so you know, I don't always listen to just new music. I just listen to good music. I listen to opera. I listen to jazz. I listen to, you know, um, reggae. I listen to R&B. Like, I'm one of those people who's well-rounded in music. Mm. I can hear that in your voice. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. I love music. I feel like it's the healing to the soul for me. Um, it makes me feel good. Thing one day I might be riding by and I'll be like, I want to listen to uh, some Donnell Jones. I want to listen to, you know, some Nina Simone. I want to listen to some Pavarotti. I don't have a box. I listen to what feels good to me. That's good to know and good for people to hear. Mm -hmm. You can be all those things, just like CeCe Peniston. State of Black Music. CeCe, I just want to thank you. When you're in Nashville, please come holler at us, man. We'd love to have you sitting here on the couch yeah. with us and just going further, but cutting up. Yeah, you cutting you up. Already know I will come in there and we will have fun. I, I haven't been to Nashville in a while. The last time I was there was for my unsung series that I had, and I love Nashville. Um, such a creative area to be at, especially for people who do music. So mm. definitely in the right place. Thanks for having me on, and I appreciate and I love you and thank you for real. State of Black Music. Esther Roll. Award. It's about that time. It's Irby time. Irby my time. Roley. It's Irby time. A lot. There's a, there's a lot of things happening. A lot of a lot of legends to speak of. So mm -hmm. it's gonna be a tricky week, I I think. But it's gonna be know, tricky. You know what we do? We nominate someone who gets the Esterol Black Excellence Award, which is an award given to a black entertainer, artist, behind the scenes, business person, whatever that you think is influential but has not gotten the love they deserve. 
there's lots of people out there that deserve that award. A lot. So, let's fight about it. Let's choose violence. Let's go in. Who y'all got this week for the Herbie? Um, so, in the in the spirit of spirit, house music, spirit um, house. dance music. Dance. Um, I'm nominating a person who's no longer with us, but um, oh no. <laughs> nominating a person who's no longer with us but um i felt like you know even in them being here they really didn't get the the love that they deserve and they're considered the the godfather of house music the godfather you say? yeah he's considered the godfather of house music um and i'm gonna nominate mr frankie knuckles oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 frankie knuckles like he's he's had his own albums um done amazing remixes one of my favorite remixes is the million dollar bill remix that he did with whitney but um and if you make me yeah feel frankie like knuckles a- is my nomination this week all right phil who you got martha wash in that same <laughs> spirit of house and dance he said martha wash martha, martha wash even though i should have I, I was torn between martha wash and andrea martin because andrea's song mm. show me love oh my god yeah. so i was kind of torn but I go with Martha Wash. Rest in heaven. With honorable peace. mention and rest in peace to Andre Martin. The, the genius oh, Andre man. Martin. So for me, <laughs> so for me, we were um, me and Claude was in the car li- listening to um, this call, this song called "Bustin' Loose" by Chuck Brown, mm. and I didn't realize how much Nelly used the the lyrics of Bustin' Loose for hiding here like it's it's, it's most the of the song, song. Yeah. yeah did y'all know that yeah that tunes yeah VA yeah, yeah. we're not we <laughs> talking about <laughs> <laughs> on my nerves you know? he's like that tunes VA moving, moving around I'm, but I'm saying I'm from the DMV so you know I know Go Go and I know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah. I remember DMV they, yeah DMV stand up yeah he's the creative of, of of Go Go music I was in the Go Go band at Alabama you State were? yeah. Just for briefly, the, the Washington D.C. guys at, at Alabama State started a band. They need a keyboard player. It's me. <laughs> he said it's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to nominate um, Mr. Chuck Brown. Okay. Chuck Brown. Okay. I mean, Chuck, we were going for a whole house theme here, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just want to go go. It's all black music, right? It's all you know? subcultures. So, <laughs> Shout out to Kim Wayne. Dang. All right. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you who I was going to nominate. Go ahead and nominate. It don't have to be David Guetta. No, no. Not David Guetta. 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 I always mess up his name. Who I was going to nominate was is definitely famous for, as a dancer and, a, and as a big time production presenter artist i think people sleep on it's actually a hip-hop artist mm. but who i was gonna nominate which I was, probably sound crazy but was mc hammer okay that don't sound crazy because i feel like there's a there's a whole period of time where he, he got clearly got clowned because hip-hop changed and everything and got a lot more serious and a lot more hood but he's still one of the biggest selling from that time yeah was doing the was putting everyone on his tour was definitely like a dancer like the, incorporated a lot of stuff but he's like he's kind of legendary he don't get no props at all and he was looking out for everybody back then which is why he went broke yeah like i invoke tells a story of how when they opened for him he made like the, the label didn't give them much tour support i guess mm. and he was like y'all need to have be- better speakers than what y'all have 
y'all can use my speakers. Like little stuff like that is. Yeah. I love hearing that shit. So, you so. know, hammer, hammer time. That's four. Let's see what let's see today. This pans out. It's kind of kind of complicated. This so it's gonna be hard. You got MC Hammer. You got Chuck Brown. Chuck Brown, Martha Wash, and Frankie Knuckles. Frankie Knuckles. Oh. All right. You know how the voting system goes. Don't steal any votes. Don't steal any elections. Let's do this. Frankie Knuckles. Show of hands. One. <laughs> Y'all can't do the Godfather. I'm gonna raise my hand just to, just for the record to show. All right, two, right. two, 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 two for Frankie Knuckles. Martha Wash. Three for Martha. Three for Martha. Chuck Brown. <laughs> Chuck yeah. has hand Chuck so is the, high. Chuck is voting so for strong. Trump. So powerful. <laughs> Y'all can't do the Chucks like that. They <laughs> <laughs> got an extra vote. Oh man, Mad Love the Chuck Brown and MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Two. It looks like the incomparable, the illustrious, ever present Martha Wash. Congratulations, Martha, the winner and recipient of this week's Esther Roll. She deserves, man. Black Excellence yeah. Award. If y'all, if y'all don't, if y'all don't do anything, go back. Like, we should probably we should get her on here because her story and oh, her, her legal battles and her vo and and the things about that she's overcome as a woman of color, as, as a woman of a certain size and all that stuff and, and popping house is crazy. But in the, in the meantime, Google some of the trials and tribulations of Martha Wash because she's broken down doors and made things legally possible yeah. mm. for a lot of artists in the business based off of look and sound and influence. She did a lot. She's a pioneer. And she's still out here. What's the Black Box song? Um, strike It Up. That was a golden era. It right was, there. man. Come on, man. Come on, man. I heard. 80s, 90s house was crazy. Snap. Was that, I'm too sexy. Was that a house song? No, that was techno. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, Rice and was in house? I'm too I mean, sexy for I mean, my shirt. I mean, I guess you can. Too sexy it was, it was the more gentrified house. Not gentrified. <laughs> State of white music. <laughs> <laughs> So gentrified house is techno, is what you're saying? Ah! Basically. Oh shit. Timon says gentrified house music is techno. I learned I learned something new here today. That's oomts oomts music. That's people. Oomts oomts. Oomts oomts music. Oomts oomts. We come up with the dumb <laughs> dumbest shit. Oomts oomts music. They had a they had a so much sense. The week Beyonce's record dropped, they had a whole like everybody had think pieces on oomts oomts. I was just like, wow. Is this is this what we're debating about? I wonder who's the first person that called it that. That's what it sounds like. It's genius. It's because it really makes sense. So stupid. I love us. We creative as hell, man. We make up all kind of funny stuff online. State of black music. No, but feel that thing that you sent me about famous Amos. Yeah, that has to be the saddest story I've ever heard. Can you tell the story real fast? Bro, it's I so sad. I didn't. I didn't check it out. Yeah, I saw it. It's so sad. I'm like, I was depressed for like a whole thirty minutes. I shouldn't have seen that shit. So obviously, the, the guy that started Famous Amos, he he got his uh, got the recipe from his auntie, a black man, a Wally black, Amos. Wally Amos, but he was a, a music agent. 
like mm-hmm. that 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 um, represented like um, Marvin Gaye yeah. and all all kind of people. Yeah. What? A lot of the Motown actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was like a big deal. And so he got tired of doing. He got tired of being an agent. So he decided. First of all, he used to bring the cookies to all his meetings, mm. which was cool. But when he got tired of being a music agent, uh, Marvin Gaye and a couple other investors helped him open the store, Famous Amos. You're bugging. Wow. Yes. I'm not playing. See, I didn't finish watching it. And so the the store became a hit and he became became famous. And so his cookies and, and his personality. Like famous, famous. Like at the White House famous. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Like crazy famous. But because he got, they said because he got famous, he got in a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. And so he had to start selling off shares of his, you know, oh, off the company. Man. But then he ended up selling the whole company and selling his name. Stop and, it. And basically died broke. And, and um, what's his name? What's the name? Sold the, the Kellogg, company. right? Is Kellogg it? sold it for $1.3 billion. Yeah. Of course. A couple years ago. I mean, this man was living in like a homeless shelter. He's living, he was, yeah. No, he was living in YMCA. YMCA, there you go, YMCA. So the original famous Amos never got any money. Died no. broke in the YMCA, and then he went on. He went on um, on Shark Tank to try to try to do another. Wait, so this is like wait, what? Yeah. yeah, he went on Shark Tank to try to do another one, and they was just like, "Yo, like you don't own your name no more, so it, you don't have no value." So this is like recently because Shark Tank is not like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Old show. He went on Shark Tank. I, I, wow. I don't want to get the, the, the years Damn. wrong, but it's Damon somewhere between it's somewhere between two thousand and four. I think it might have been two thousand fourteen. Somewhere right. So yeah. he's still alive. I didn't. I don't know. I just it was hard to determine by that clip we yeah, saw but online. But it is. he was at the YMCA, like YMCA on, on his last leg. Yeah. For wow. Real. When they sold that company for one point three billion with his recipe name. and all, his name. He can't I even use his that. name, bro. Now I'm pissed off. It and was a sad story. And, and there I was like nobody I can't, to. I can't eat no more famous Amos, bro. Me neither. That's what I thought. They said the same thing. I can't even eat no more of them cookies. I can't, I can't support. Them cookies. I can't. I did not know that. And now I will never. That man ain't reaping none of the benefits. Like, no. come on, man. That just pissed me all the way off. Mm. And yet, I, yet I'm hungry for a cookie. Right? <laughs> you know, I want is a cookie in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna get your ass a Mrs. Field? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Sheesh. Damn, that's sad though. Now, that's, that was no, that's sad. Not, that was, no, real talk. That's that crazy. Was, that was but yeah, I, I didn't know the backstory until I saw. I was, you know, I'm always on IG, and I was, I saw. That, I said, Wow, he's a music agent. Yeah. That's crazy. That just pissed me off. Wally Amos. Wally Amos. Man, respect to Wally Amos wherever you are, and his family, and his legacy. Who, who, des- who, who deserve billions right now? Did <laughs> you say Chuck? I'm some good ass cookie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Wally's still with us, Doc. He's still with he's, us. He's still with us. He's in the land of the living. Yeah, he's still, he's still with us. He's still with us. Well, right. Since they he reversed. 80, he's 86. Really? Somebody yeah. need to get that man some well, money. Since they Come rever- on. Since they're reversing everything, can they? Yeah, re- reverse that shit. Reverse his. Get, a, get that man a check. See, that's what that's, that's the kind of shit we, maybe we should be reversing. fighting for. Right. That man changed the world with his cookies. He changed the world with his cookies, Lauren. And here we are not. He's just an Instagram post. Jesus Lord. Damn. Well, that's the state of black cookies. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's so fucked up. That is so mean. Oh my God. The state of black cookies. <laughs> Jesus. The state of black cookies is not looking good. <laughs> we <laughs> sold the recipe. We sold the recipe. <laughs> God damn it. Are there any other black cookies out there? Patty. Patty got a whole Patty line, got man. Cookies. Patty, Patty got, got cookies? I don't know, but she got cakes she and got, pies. She got pancakes now with she, the syrup. And she she got pancakes, Lord. <laughs> license her name for those is my understanding oh. he licensed her name to them for those dessert Hi. treats yeah. i didn't know yeah 
So that's not her recipe? No. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I, I will tell you a game changer, a sweet potato thing. Now, Miss Nikki J, we know she black. I done met Nikki J at my friend Paris' wedding in Dallas. Yo, Nikki J, Nikki J is black owned. She, for those who've never had a sweet potato thing. I still need thing, to. Mm, I still mm, need mm, to. Mm, my God, my God. It's so good. So good. It's Every, like a pie, but like a brownie. And yeah, yeah, It's yeah. just so, but definitely black owned. Sweet potato thing. Go on. Uh, what's that that site I go on to get it? But yeah, it's. I tell everyone I know about. I've only had it at your crib, Phil. Yeah, man. I got. I got to get my own. I, I would eat the whole whole thing. See, that's Gold that, Belly. That's why I get it from Gold Belly. That's that's the scary part. Because if I like it, then I'm probably gonna. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. It's, it's no way you're not gonna. Simone, like you're gonna like it. Simone, you're gonna, you're gonna love it. We're at Phil's one day, and who was with us? Wardell. Yeah. And he was kind of acting like he didn't wanna. Like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout, shout out Wardell Malone. He knew right? after he tasted it. We were like, just try it, Wardell. He's like, ah, nah, I ain't gonna see it Wardell took one fork full of that sweet potato thing. Yeah, man, that's a, it's a thing. It's Never a thing. recovered. It's a thing, bro. It is. It's definitely Nikki J. Shout out to you. And I actually met her, man. I was so excited. You would have thought it was. Where'd you meet? Where'd you meet her? It was at my friend's wedding in Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah, Dope. just a, just a few months ago, and she got married. I think it was May. And so I was like, hey, I'm Phil from Instagram, Phillionaire. And she was like, oh, my God, we got to get a photo. Like, you've been supporting me because I, you know, because I literally sent uh, one to all of Dusty's child over the holidays one year. So I sent, you know, Kelly being Michelle, like, and they, when I, yeah, because Kelly was, I remember, pregnant at the time. Um, yeah, so it was. Y'all heard it here first. Destiny's child eats sweet potato thing. Oh, yeah, I just, I guess that, that wasn't in the NDA. My bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> B, Kelly, and Michelle also enjoy the sweet potato thing. There's no reason why you wouldn't like it. Nah, it's it's great. Just make sure y'all save some for us. Don't be out there buying it all out so we can't get none. Yeah. You should tell her to send send the podcast some pies. She will. She will. I'll hit up Nikki Jam. I'm telling you, she... She shows love, but it's the best. We potato. It's the best. I feel like I'm doing an advertisement, but this ain't no advertisement. No, no, this is we, really we, real. This we, is, nah, it's real. We, we, we giving a, a, a black business, a black dessert business love to, to counteract yeah. the injustice of famous Amy. Her name yeah. is Nikki. Nikki, Nikki J. J. Nikki, Nikki J. J. Please keep your name. And, and keep, keep your recipe. Keep, keep your recipe. recipe and your name, Lord. Please. I'm going to order one today. State of black music. All right, man. I feel, I feel like... I feel like I feel like it's important that the summertime we, we we stopped and honored house music like this, like this because it's, it's definitely the moment. That's what everyone's talking about and debating about and whether black people should be doing it and how much we take ownership of it, right? Like, I've seen so many think pieces and debates online yeah. about house. I'm like, oh, you could just play it. Is this a house moment? Is it gonna, is, or is this just a song that's, that's captivating us? It's a good question. I hope that it continues to kind of go on. It's gonna go on. It's been, house has been around for decades in different forms. I believe we're gonna see more of it. Yeah, you know, for a minute, but I, I don't think it's going anywhere. And we need more tempo, man. Yeah, we do. For the last like five or six years, everybody's been. I agree. You feel what I'm saying to you? So, oh, so look, can we go out to everybody, everybody? Everybody, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. Because I feel like that's like the song where Martha Wash really. Yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's do it, like, man. Let's do it, man. Until next time. We out of here. We house, out. house. Love you, Martha. Mad love.